Welcome back, Pinball Nerds, to episode 367 of your fifth favorite pinball podcast. My name is Orbital Lover, and on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the experience and a little bit of behind the scenes of being on the Poor Man's Pinball Podcast. That's right. So I had the pleasure just a couple weeks ago to be on the Poor Man's Pinball Podcast. Uh, had an absolute pleasure doing it. If you came here to hear some, like, juicy gossip or behind the scenes. I have nothing bad to say about Drew and Ian. Uh, it's all just love to those guys. In fact, in about an hour from now, I've got a poor man's podcast tribe Zoom party. That's right, as being number 26 of the poor man's podcast, poor man's pinball podcast tribe, I am now known forever as number 26. No more LB or Orby or Orbital Albert or Albert or whatever you call me. I'm only now known as 26. And uh, I just want to go back and talk about my history with these guys because uh, I wanted to do this update shortly after being on Poor Man's Pinball Podcast, but I didn't want to uh, I didn't want to take any anything away from Drew and Ian over the first week or two, even though you know they hit they're a huge pinball podcast. As far as huge in the pinball podcasting world goes. And uh, I'm just a freaking fart in the wind as far as that goes. I'm just my, my little humble blog over here, right? So I was so stoked to get to go on these guys' shows. But I want to kind of you guys to come back in time with me uh, to know the, the background story of the Poor Man's Pinball Podcast and kind of my relationship and my history with them. Before that, though, I do want to say I hope that you all enjoyed the very first ever on the Pinball Nerds Podcast. If I did it, fingers crossed, if I did it correctly, I put the direct audio from Glenn the Skateboarder's award-winning, that's right, he won the award for the best theme song, uh, I threw that in there, so hopefully you all love that, and it sounded clean and crisp and just as nice to your ears as it did to mine. I typically just play the theme song in the background, sometimes cut it off short, sometimes talk over it, but Glenn had, you know, one little asterisk, he said, hey, I made you this whole song. All I would ask is that if you could just add the direct audio. And I thought, you know what? That actually saves me downloading because after I download it once onto uh, my podcasting app, it'll just be there forever. So that, you know, 45 seconds or whatever it is at the start will always be there. Um, and so, Glenn, thank you again. Um, I'm going to message you to get your address because I want to send you out those pin shades. You're also going to be getting a box set of the Pimmel Nerds podcast trading cards. Um, and of course, you're already getting your own card. And to all of you who are wondering what the heck happened with the Pimmel Nerds podcast trading cards, uh, I honestly, between COVID, the pandemic, and just crazy stuff that was happening here on the homestead, plus it being spring, it's like it's my busiest time of the year here. I've been, you know, for me working hard, which might only be four to six hours a day out there planting and watering and de-weeding and building new gardens, but I've been very, very busy. I'm also trying to get a whole new corral. I don't know if that's, I, I'm a new homesteader, a corral for the goats. Is that where they go? I don't know. Some type of area that's sanctioned off where they can't be eaten by predators. And honey, am I saying it right? Is that what it is? A goat corral? 
Yeah, some type of enclosure or something. Yeah, she doesn't know. I, I thought know. you were. Th- I, th- I thought these were our goat kids, honey. They Come are. say hi to everybody. You haven't said hi to everyone on the show. Hi, everybody. They can't hear the mics over here. Come over. Um. Oh, you didn't want to step on tuna. Hello, everybody. Well, there you go. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, I like your shirt. You're wearing the special one lit uh, pinball podcast shirt. I sure am. I love the colors. And it's super soft cotton. It is. I don't know if Special One Lit has any left. If not, these are like limited edition. But I miss, I miss Ken and Bill. Do don't we all? Don't all of us pinball nerds miss Ken and Bill on the Special One Lit Pinball Podcast? Oh, honey, before you go, there was one thing that I mentioned on the Poor Man's Pinball Podcast that was erased, and I told the Poor Man's Pinball Podcast what your only pinball podcast that you'll listen to is, and tell the crowd right now. Uh, fuck it Friday. You you don't swear on here. I don't know. There's it's children listening. Yeah. Uh, it is called F It Fridays. Uh, Anyways, yeah, that's like the only one that I I care to listen to <laughs> because it's not about pinball. Hey, um, whoa, whoa, hey, whoa, not whoa. It's a bad thing, but like, I, if I'm listening to podcasts, I don't want to listen to podcasts about pinball. No offense, like. Well, you're not that much into pinball, so it's totally. I'm not offended at all. Um, I mean, if I was listening to like the world crocheting championships, you'd be like, dude, that's sort of weird that you like listening to crocheting podcasts and you don't crochet, right? True. Not that you crochet. I'm just, I was trying to think of something I don't do at all. Yeah. But crocheting's pretty, pretty rad. I could see, uh, welcome back crochet nerds to episode 367 of your, uh, thimbles and thumbs. Watch out. Remember I eat, sleep and breathe crocheting. Okay. Sorry. Uh, t- I'm recording. We just got a brand new bed. We got one of these. It's an Endy bed or Indie yeah, bed. Endy. And it's a foam freaking. What are we camping? What are we sleeping on? I don't know. Where's my springs? I'm I'm just like, I'm an OG. Bed. I want a spring bed. Well, we're going to try it out because we've had spring beds in the past and they've sucked after a certain period of time. That's true. So. We're giving the foam mattress a go, but we can't be upstairs in the room. So Orby's uh, Orby's studios closed down with the windows open because when we popped that bad boy open, uh, it went from one inch to six inches, like faster faster than. Uh... What? Why are you looking at me like that? This is a family show. This is a family show. This just the mattress sprung to attention very quickly. It sure did. It just filled faster right up. Than I've ever seen. Whoa, hey, whoa, but that was good. I like that. Okay, there we go. She kept it clean. She's talking about the mattress, kids. Uh, so the mattress filled up, and the problem is it says in the instructions you can't sleep on it for 48 hours. So now we got to lug the other bed downstairs here, and we're actually going to be sleeping in here. The problem is for poor Danielle is a timing issue. My wonderful wife dropped target, Danielle. Uh, I have a Zoom party that goes on till 1.30 a.m. that doesn't even start till 10.30 p.m. With all the other freaking pinball nerds, the inductees of the poor man's pinball tribe, and you're stuck here with us, son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be probably oh, the only wife good. in the room. Yeah. Because all the other ones are going to be like, nah, some of them might be partying. Are you going to have a couple drinks with us tonight? Maybe. Good. That's what I like to hear. All right. That's right. I'm bringing a plus one. Sorry, Drew and Ian. I'm not sure if, I'm not sure if plus ones are allowed. I know she's not a tribe member, but... She could be because she's your biggest effort 
Friday fan. But I'm going to go back, Pinball Nerds, to explaining to you uh, why. Bye. Bye. Bye, honey. Bye. They can't see you waving like that, silly. You have to tell the audience you're leaving. Okay, bye. Yeah, they heard that one. Uh, back when I, this is probably about a year and a little bit ago that I started listening to the Poor Man's Pinball Podcast, probably, I think, episode two or three. And I was going through like a transitional period where I was trying to sell my house myself. I was my own real estate agent. I was my own uh, contractor completely renovating the house. I took on more than I should have. I was kind of being, I, I was kind of in a bad place. And then all of a sudden I hear these guys on a pinball podcast when I'm listening to Nate Shivers on Coast to Coast and he doesn't even make mattress jokes. And I'm listening to a lot of other pinball podcasts that don't even, they don't even say frick or frig. And these guys are after that and shut the front door and blah, blah, blah. And they were, their F's per minute were through the wall. So of course, as I'm listening, every time I'm listening to them, I I can remember I was painting my bedroom when I was just listening to the first few episodes. And, you know, my sons were kind of walking around the house. The bathroom was right beside our bedroom and they would be going by. And I always, not that they haven't heard people swearing before. They've heard lots of people swearing before. But I just didn't want them hearing a podcast with that much swearing in it constantly because sometimes I yell at them for using bad words. And, you know, it's kind of hard to uh, get mad at your kids for using foul language when you're using foul language. So at the time, it sort of annoyed me. So I remember actually going and finding these headphones that were already packed up. It was a couple weeks away from our move and listening to the show on my thing and thinking, Guys, you had a pretty decent decent show. I feel like maybe you're not like competitive pinball players the way you were talking about pinball, but you sure loved each other and your camaraderie was great. But really, did you have to swear that much? Like that was just crazy. And I did this long rant where I said, "Oh, the Drew and Ian from the Poor Man's Pinball Podcast, their their F's per minute are through the window. They just, I, they just think they're these cool high school guys who are just swearing just to swear and be really cool." And I didn't really feel that way. Like, I mean, I did, but in retrospect, I should have been, you know, I should have praised them for all the good things they were bringing to pinball podcasting instead of being rude about everything that, you know, they could have maybe done better. Now, to be fair, I have noticed nowadays their F's per minute has gone way down. And it's, you know, at this point, you you just heard my wonderful wife swear on here. There's at least two episodes I've let one or two slip from, um, and it's, I don't even think it's a big deal, uh, on their show. They might have, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me whatsoever. The point is at the time, uh, I thought for some reason I was entitled to, you know, I don't know why I got so angry with them and I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry I did that. It wasn't cool. It wasn't rad. And, uh, anyways, then I remember a couple weeks later, I think, uh, Ian Hare were, uh, the gamma goat on Twitch, of course, he was saying, oh, he, I saw comments that he really liked them. My buddy, Brad Hopkins showed up. Uh, he was talking about how much he really, I was like, fine. Oh, like I was always begrudging, like fine. I think they're at episode seven or eight. And I started going back and listening to them. And at this point, I think I was actually traveling across the country or was coming up to then. And I had to kind of admit to myself, oh, I actually really like these guys. They're super entertaining. I think it's really fun. And, uh, anyways, over, I would say, a period of a couple weeks, I came out, and I remember I was driving across Canada, going back to get another load uh, from Ontario when I was driving out here to the East Coast, and not only did I catch up on listening to all their episodes, I did this long thing saying, ah, guys, I'm sorry for being a jerk, and 
I love your camaraderie. And I went off the top talking about how righteous they are. And they are. These guys are righteous dudes. And at the end of the day, I remember listening to one of their future episodes where I believe it was Drew, but sometimes I I can't remember. I don't have a great memory, let's be honest. Um, and this, I rarely have a couple beers before I record, but I am doing it tonight to get into the right mood for the pinball, the poor man's pinball podcast, Tribe Zoom Party. Uh, and I don't even know if I'm allowed to mention that on here. I'm pretty sure I can. I, they're probably, they're going to talk about it on their show. I'm not going to mention anything that happens on my show, of course, uh, or I'll try not to um, before they do anyways. But uh, anyways, they and they were talking about it, and I believe it was Drew said that he ended up pulling over his car because he was uh, just so he was he thought it was really cool uh, how much I loved their show and had done a full 180, 360, whatever you want to call it, on uh, judging them. So, anyways, I thought you know what? After me being so critical of these guys, I'm never going to be invited on their show. But I think at least, you know, we've made up a little and we can be friends and move forward. And sure as shats, a couple weeks ago, when I was kind of down and out, not in a great place, I'll be honest. Uh, Nova Scotia was going through a bit of stuff. I was going through a bit of stuff. You know, I'm going to be honest with all you pinball listeners out there. I think a lot of us had kind of, you know, maybe if you didn't have a big breakdown like I did once or twice, you were kind of like, WTF is going on in the world, man. Uh, I bet a lot of you had kind of little mini breakdowns where you were like, ah, frig, like, oh, what's happening? Anyways, I was having a bad day and I was so stoked when I got the message uh, from Drew and Ian that they wanted to have me on the show. All I wrote back is, what the hell took you so long? I thought you'd never ask. And uh, I'm not going to, I mean, I'm not going to like share with you their show notes or anything like that. That's not what this is about. This is just talking about like as a blog from my experience. And, uh, you know, I remember back uh, probably about, it'd probably be about a year ago right now, I got to be on, might be a little longer, I forget, maybe a year and a half ago, I got to be on Pinball Profile with Jeff Teolis. Um, of course, Pinball Profile still exists and is kicking out episodes at like a phenomenal rate and still love listening to that show. Uh, and most recently, though, a lot of you would know Jeff Teolis, of course, uh, with Marty on the Final Round Pinball Podcast. And uh, they both gave me a shout out there on the last show. Of course, that's on TPN. You can go follow it there. And Jeff was uh, kind enough to have me on Pinball Profile and do an interview with me. And I was very nervous for that because I had never been on anything where I didn't talk into my phone. You know, I actually went in a studio and there was a microphone. And um, right now I'm talking on a, you know, a cheap, like less than $100 blue snowball. But at the time, I literally just talked into my phone and had never used a mic and had never live streamed. And Jeff, you know, was uh, made me very comfortable. And I play with him in the, or I used to play with him in the London, Ontario Pinball League and um, had a great time on the show. But right after the show, I went, I recorded literally like, I think that night or the next day and the next morning recorded uh, what it was like to be on Pinball Profile. Because to me, in my pinball career, I hadn't yet gone to Pinburg. That was really one of the highlights. So thanks again, Jeff, so much for having me on. That was one of the big highlights was being asked to get to like, do I, can I really say anything interesting enough for people to want to hear? And you know what? I think I did okay on it. You guys can all go back there and listen to all Jeff's old catalog. Any interviews you haven't heard, uh, go back in there. You're going to find interviews with probably pretty much every designer, most software people, tons of competitive players. Um, but go back there and listen to my episode if you like, if you're bored. <clears throat> um, 
But when I was asked to be on the poor man's, I thought this is going to be almost a different thing because I'm going to have beers with these guys and, you know, they've, they've listened to pretty much every one of my shows and I've listened to theirs. And, um, I just was so, so, so excited to be on the show and they called and I think I did a joke like, Oh, Hey, Tommy's taco shack. No, obviously they can see it's like Albert on Skype. So they, you know, they knew who they were calling, but you know, we shot the shots for maybe 15 minutes before we started recording. I felt comfortable with them right away. It was like hanging out with buddies, really. Um, I had never talked to either of them on the phone before, so you never know, you know, how it's going to go. And I know a couple times in, in the future, I think it would be really cool if uh, it's just easier in person. Like a couple times I talked over them and I feel kind of shitty for that or shatty for that. See what happened. My wife started it. Um, it's her fault. I'm blaming you, honey. And she's out in the kitchen. She doesn't care. Um, I had a great time on the show. I remember at one point I really had to go pee, but they, we were in the middle of a good segment. And then Ian started to talk and then Drew went into a story for a bit. And then I was like, I didn't want to like, it was, they were doing so good. They were on like a good hot take or something. And I didn't want to be like, excuse me, I have to go pee pee in the middle of the podcast. So I was like, okay, wait, Drew just started to talk. I'm pretty sure that I've got at least 30 seconds to pee. And so while I was recording down here in my living room, I was able to open the front door, stand on my front porch. I don't have any neighbors for kilometers. I got one neighbor like 600 meters away, but it was like two in the morning here. And they, yeah, it, it was fine. There's no lights over there. And so anyways, I'm going to the bathroom and then I can hear them partway through it going, yeah, what do you, what do you think about that Orby? And I'm like, um, yeah, good question. Uh, and I'm like trying to yell from it and I run back and, I don't know if it was edited out or it didn't sound as horrible. Maybe I ran back just in time, but uh, it, it was a great experience. You know what? Even after we stopped recording, um, those guys, I'm sure they were exhausted. They'd been, you know, there all night. And uh, I'm a bit of a chatterbox, if you can't tell. So they probably had to edit out some stuff, but I had a great time on the show. Probably the best time I've had, like the best party I've had in a long time. And, uh, they're awesome. If you guys haven't given them a shot, or maybe you, you were like me, you gave them a shot early on. You thought, oh, they they swear a little bit too much or something like that. Go over there. Give those guys some love. Give them a listen. Uh, they most recently had on, uh, I think two weeks ago, they had Christopher Franchi on. And that was a great episode. Fun to listen to my man Franchi there. And then uh, Mr. Chris Coyus himself. Uh, I, I noticed they used the name. I've called him a couple times, which is Chris to school for Coolius. Uh, but Chris did a pretty good job on there as well. He said at the end, something about, uh, you know, he mentioned me a couple times at the end. It's kind of funny how he calls me Albert. Cause no one in pinball calls me Albert. Like Jack danger usually calls me Albie. Uh, a couple people call me Al two or three good friends back home. Call me Bert. Um, but most people just call me Al. A couple people call me Orby. Of course, uh, a few other people, orbital Albert, the whole thing. But I don't ever get like Albert. And he was like, oh, Albert will come on my show still. Yeah, Chris, I'll probably come on your show someday. Uh, I, it's not that I, I do think that you do need a podcaster to hold the manufacturers, you know, accountable. At the same time, there's a constructive criticism way to say it and sort of a rude, mean way to say it. And the episodes where he's like, very listenable and very approachable. And even if he's giving constructive criticism, he's doing it in a good way. 
I dig those ones. Some of the episodes he repeats himself, like he'll get on, like he got on the thing with the with the playfields, with the craters or something. I don't, I've don't even, never even seen a pinball machine with a crater. I don't even know what he's talking about. And I've played like thousands of machines, but he talked about that for like four months straight. So I just stopped listening. And cause I know there are people that are concerned with, uh, and, and I honestly would be, I'm also, you know, I don't want to get, I would hate to pay thousands of dollars for a product and not come out perfect. However, you know, 99% of the customers seem pretty happy with their new machines, especially everyone that I know that have, I, I don't even know anyone who's got a new inbox machine that's had issues yet. Um, so I'm sure it happens, but it's also far more rare and maybe not worth the time and energy. I just feel it would be better spending time to promote the community and build them up as opposed to what I feel sometimes is being a little bit overcritical. But that, that being said, I still respect what he does. I've said many kind things about Chris over the years. And I really don't want to beef with anybody else anymore. I, I want to try to be uh, friendly and and kind of be the – like Glenn the Skateboarder says, no negative Nancys here, right? So I want to try to be that positive uh, pinball force. And I did have an angry episode there last week. And although I've got a lot of nice comments from it, I don't want you guys to expect – it's got more listens than uh, any other episodes this year. And – I don't want to be known for that. I want to be known for the guy who hypes up pinball and, and, and is positive about it. And at the same time, I really do think I'm fair because if you go back and listen to both Turtles episodes, you know, I said I didn't love, you know, you can go back and listen to it. I told, I was honest about the things I didn't love and I was honest about the things that I did love. And overall, that game is incredible. Uh, to, to, you know, just to throw one out there for Franchi that I know he'll love, Stern, you knocked it out of the park. Uh, Jeremy knocked it out of the park. The artwork is incredible. I think one of the best, if not the best overall, when you're looking at all three packages, I would have the LE, the premium or the pro in my house and be proud to have it at the end of my row and taking pictures of that cabinet art in the back glass. Um, cause obviously the play feels incredible, but just the way the cohesive manner that the, pa- the package works together is, is also just incredible. So I think that that is a great game and I think it, could possibly someday, just with all of the cooperative options of playing one versus one, two versus two, three versus one, all four players on your team playing against all four players on another Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I think that that game could end up eventually outselling Jurassic Park and go down in history as being one of the best pinball machines ever, if not perhaps the best pinball machine that we've seen in, in a long time. Anyways, maybe say since Jurassic park at the very least. Um, but what else, what else I kind of got off the rails here. I apologize. What else happened that night? I had a great time on the show. Um, probably drank a little more than I should have. I was, I was waiting. I was waiting, uh, to, to hear the episode when it came out because didn't fully remember maybe a hundred percent of what I said, even though I felt like I probably was close to sober enough that I didn't say anything. Uh, too bad, which is kind of nice that, you know, I think I had some hot takes, but I didn't I think I didn't go overboard. I don't know. Anyways, uh, what else can I tell you guys? The new episode of Top 3 with Orby came out on TPN. So thank you to everyone who's listened so far. Uh, I also got some numbers from Dennis. Thank you so much. And uh, um, I think Ken gave me numbers from the first two weeks, but I ha- I don't believe I got numbers from the third episode. And I just wanted to thank all of you pinball nerds, whether you listen to me right here on the Pinball Nerds podcast or top three with Orby. Thank you so much. Someone came into the Buffalo Pinball chat tonight 
and specifically said, dude, I listened to your episode today on TPN, and then I had to go back and listen to your episode about nudging, and I learned so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for doing that. And I was like, you're kind of not really supposed to like talk about your stream or like, and I try never to mention my podcast when I'm live on Twitch. That's the last thing I want to talk about. I want to talk about what's going on in the game and what's going on in society and what's happening with pinball people and uh, whether or not you can get, uh, oh, I just said it wouldn't be a negative Nancy. Stern, $600 for that topper. Come on, come on. And then you put a mode in there. I thought that's the one thing we weren't going to do is make people pay for extra features and modes. But I, I don't really think that. Oh, wait. it's Yeah, it was on Jurassic, the new Jurassic Park, right? Yeah, so 600 bucks for the, for the new. that I was trying to do the math Canadian, but it is darn tootin' close to, if not over, $1,000 Canadian with shipping. So I don't care that they're charging $599. I guess my beef with the topper is that when you get the topper, there's a mode that you can't play without that. I just, we're inching along closer to pay to play, guys. Like that's, you're trying to just slowly, just gently get us into pay to play. It's like, nah, bro, let's not do that. Let's, that's a bad, that is a bad path for pinball. Let's stick away from that. I get they're going to say, oh, it's not an important mode or you don't need it or this, that, and the other. But I just, I, come on, man, come on. And why not wait like another week or two until some of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles hype is like, till that hype train is slowed down. Why just go, why go derail the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles hype train to make a couple extra bucks on topper? I don't know. Maybe Stern was waiting to release this for a long time. They just wanted to get it out there. And I do think it's cool that there's more modes in the game. As a competitive player, I always want to see deeper games. Um, but I don't like the pay to play. I don't like that you got to pay 600 bucks. Because now as someone who wants a full game forever, you're going to think, I'm missing that one mode. Now, is it from a marketing standpoint for Stern overall right now financially? Probably a good idea. I would say yes. I just, I, I think there could be some way or some bonus you could give. I mean, the topper game at Stern has just got incredible between Black Knight Sword of Rage and, <coughs> well, even the Medieval Mad Madness one we just saw. Uh, that Franchi did for Chicago Coin was incredible, even though it didn't even have anything moving on it. And like, you know, the Beatles topper, the, the topper games just got better and better and better. But where do we say, okay, but I, if you want to have a topper because it looks cool on your machine or it does something fine, even if it animatronically, the voice moves and stuff, that's really rad. But please don't put pay to play in your toppers. I don't know. I just, I really, because now if Stern does it, then what if Deep Root starts doing it and then JJP starts doing it and then we're we're getting one step away from pay to play to add in modes and I don't want to see pinball. I think that's a dark route for pinball. It's a, it's a rabbit hole you don't want to chase, Alice. It's, you know, it's somewhere you don't want to go. So anyways, I don't want to talk anymore about that because I still think it, it, it looks kind of cool, but I don't think, and I, 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 it's weird because I love the fact that it does that. I'm just afraid where this brings us in pinball. So anyways, pinball nerds, I had an awesome time on the Poor Man's Pinball podcast. And on my way out, I'm going to play a little bit of Nathaniel Rateliff uh, and the Night Sweats. Don't forget about the Night Sweats. They're hardworking too, okay? Uh, but they actually, the Poor Man's use uh, one of his other songs I think it's the SOB song, and today we're going to be hearing a little bit of a different song by them. 
This is called Wasting Time. Came out back in 2016. Until next time, pinball nerds. Remember to eat, sleep, and breathe pinball. Think about a world of